Yes! Wow! Yes! I'm so excited to be here! Yes! Hey everybody, welcome back to the Paid Search Podcast episode 106. Google Premier Partner, based in Oklahoma City, serving clients worldwide. You can find me at rothmanppc.com. My name is Jason Rothman, and I'm joined by a mythical beast with gel in his hair. Chris Schaefer, how's it going today? You're the premium... AdWords, whatever agency, something, and I'm just a myth. Thank you. Hi, Jason. Hello. You're just the guy who doesn't even have a Google T-shirt this week. Yes, that's true. Well, I can't. You know, I only have so many, uh, and I'm not willing to pay for more. So today is not about me, Jason. It's never about me, and it's never about you because that's what people love about this show is that we don't hit them with a bunch of BS about go to our Facebook page or fill out our email form to get the real answers or send us 20 bucks and we'll send you an ebook. That's not what they're here for. They're here because they know we deliver the goods literally in this time slot. There's nothing else to get past this pretty amazing deal. for you guys. We give it, we give it out there. We leave it out there. Chris, this week I went to go buy a car with my girlfriend. She's an independent woman. She bought the car herself, but I was just there for moral support Nissan dealer, big brand in town, you know, big brand dealership, supposed to have a good reputation. They tried to con us into signing a sales contract with like a crazy high number that we had not agreed on. They tried to con us into it and we did not fall for it, but I ended up throwing up two days later just because it was such a toxic experience. And I was like, you know what? At least the paid search podcast and mine and Chris businesses are like on the opposite end of that. Like, at least we don't have to screw people uh, all week long to put food on the table. Straightforward. Yeah, that's that's what's one thing I really like about being able to do this on my own is I don't have a I don't have shady principles that I have to abide by to try and get that sale to try and you know upsell people. I actually downsell people. Any clients listening to me? No, I've told them plenty of times. No, don't spend more money. You don't have the ROI yet mm-hmm. to validate spending three thousand more dollars. Stop it. Put your money away. Let's figure out how to work AdWords first. It's the opposite. I love it. I love being able to do that. I straight sell as well and lose clients from it sometimes because yeah. some. You know who's coming there and swoop them up just because they'll tell them anything. But at the end of the day, it attracts the right kind of clients. Mm-hmm. And I think that helps us both run a better business. So, Chris, today, speaking of clients, we are talking, kind of talking about two things at once here. We're talking about the most common questions we get from our clients. And that tells us that listeners out there, whether you manage AdWords for other people or you're a business owner or working a business managing AdWords for yourself, these are probably the same questions you have. So we're going to answer those questions, but at the same time, we're just going to start off the show talking about how we think we might be thinking about these questions just a little bit differently from most AdWords users. So Chris, I'm going to start us off here at a high level, and then we're just going to start rifling through these questions uh, with some answers. So Chris, the main point we want to start off with is uh, I've got to pitch it again. Optimizer, I think it's a great software. One thing they have in there, Chris, is the PPC investigator tool. And what that does, it tells you, okay, what do you want to look at like over a time period, the last 30 days? Do you want to look at whether or not clicks went up or down over the last 30 days? Do you want to look at conversions going up or down over the last 30 days? And what they do with this PPC investigator is they tell you, okay, your conversions went down by 25% over the last 30 days. And then they break it out flowchart style into different ways, different reasons why your conversions are down. It could be because your conversions rate is down, 
or it could be because your clicks are down. Okay, your conversion rate being down, that ends there. But your clicks being down, that could be caused by three reasons. It could be caused by your click-through rate, by your average cost per click being too high or too low, or it could be caused by your impressions going down if your clicks go down. So, And then why did your impressions go down? That goes into a whole other four things, and then those things go into other things. So it's a flow chart of cause and effect. And what the PPC investigator does is it helps you look at the root analysis of why your click-through rate's up or down, why your clicks are up or down. And the flow chart is kind of how Chris and I think about these questions that we get. Why is my click-through rate lower this month? We're thinking that a lot of people just get stuck on click-through rate and they get stuck on one answer to that. Maybe you had bad ad copy or maybe someone gets stuck on position or maybe someone gets stuck on bids. But the thing that I think Chris and I do that's a little different, I think, is we always look at all the possible reasons and investigate different avenues. And we're not just stuck on one thing. And so that's how you're going to see us approach these questions with our answers. We're going to have a lot of like, it depends. It could be this or that. And that's because that's the way we always look at AdWords. There's always cause and effects and different things affect different things that affect different things. And we want you to keep that mindset and keep that picture of a flow chart in your mind as we answer these questions. And that theory of many things affecting many things is why we don't always have clean cut answers to these questions one for one. We have a multitude of answers to these questions. So keep that in mind. Uh, and as we go through here, Chris, they'll keep that in mind and we'll just start answering these most common questions. Now, Chris, Low click-through rate, where does that kind of rank on the questions you get from clients? Are people super focused on click-through rate in your experience? I do find some clients will definitely attach themselves to the success or failure of a campaign based on click-through rate. So as Jason was saying, uh, when we hear someone talk about click-through rate, we immediately hear suggestions like, let's change our ad copy. Um, okay, that is option one. Okay, so we're going to be as practical as we can in these answers for these frequently asked questions, because we want you to understand how we think and how, you know, an AdWords professional sees a problem and how we interpret it. So we're going to run through these answers. The first one is commonly asked question, low click-through rate. So changing your ads, okay, that's one possibility. What can really make a difference is the click-through rate could be a way of the searchers telling you your ads are not necessarily relevant to what people are looking for. Okay, we talk about this all the time. The sales funnel. You need to have keywords that are lower in the sales funnel, meaning closer to the buying cycle of that product or service. And maybe your ads are speaking at a higher level. Maybe your ads are too low in the sales funnel. You're referring to language and ad copy that's not understandable at the layman level, yet your keywords are up here at much more of a research and interest level, okay? This would lead to a low click-through rate because there's a lack of consistency between uh, the understanding of the layman and your complicated ads. That's one. Uh, another one is uh, raising your bids, lower average position is uh, less likely to get a click-through because the ad is less visible, especially now since there is a top and bottom, no longer ads on the right-hand side of the search page. So if your ads are at the bottom, they're going to have to scroll all the way to the bottom before they click on your ad. Highly unlikely that you're going to get clicks. Jason, I know with my campaigns, you know, click-through rates are... 10 times less likely to get clicks down on those bottom positions. 
So, yep. and one last thing, click-through rate is a calculation of all of your impressions and keywords. So if you have one keyword, one broad keyword in there, one modified broad keyword, one phrase keyword that is cranking up a ton of impressions, this could be the one factor that's leading to an overall low click-through rate. That's one example of how we think about low click-through rates. It's not an A, B type of thing. It's an A and then the alphabet. Yep. And so if you're taking notes out there, what we're going to do is we're going to give these questions that we get and then give the different approaches we sometimes use. And you can put those in your, your toolbox. So Chris, the final one there, I want to just hit on again, looking for problem keywords. People seem to forget you've got your campaigns tab, your ad groups tab, then your keywords tab. And the campaigns tab is made up of ad groups. The ad groups is made up of keywords. So when you have that overall click-through rate that you don't like on the campaigns tab, your keywords might be fine in terms of the funnel. Your ad copy might be fine. It might just be that there's one or two what I call problem keywords eating up a ton of impressions, not getting clicked on, and weighing down your overall click-through rate. And what you can do is you can sort by impressions over the last 30 days, see if there's any of those problem keywords, and just kill them, just pause them, and spend the budget elsewhere. And then just like that, if that was causing the problem, your overall click-through rate will shoot up, and you won't have to worry about your bids or your ad copy. It was just a couple keywords. So that's always something to check is, is the underlying root keywords is there's just a couple of them really making things worse off than they should be. So the next question we get, Chris, and again, it's different clients fall into different categories. Someone might be laser focused on click to rate. Another client might be laser focused on cost per click. And they're always thinking the cost per click is too high. And one of the reasons we're doing this episode is to give managers out there some ideas for flexibility. So for example, I might be getting a great cost per conversion. I might be getting a great number of conversions for a client, but for certain clients, if the cost per click is too high, they're never going to appreciate those conversions, even though that's what they should be focusing on, Chris. And sometimes in the interest of just business and and getting things done, you've got to just appease people. And sometimes you just got to lower the cost per click. So if someone says the cost per click is too high, there's a few things you can do. You can lower your bids. That's like the no-brainer, Chris, but people, to me, they never talk about it. I'm working on an article called Just Lower Your Bids, and people seem to just, they forget that you can lower your bids and still get clicks. You can get clicks from position two, three, and four. You can spend your full budget, potentially, by getting a lower cost per click. It's not like no one's going to click on your ad. So you can lower your bids. You can, if your cost per click is too high, maybe you're focusing too deep in the funnel and you're focusing on keywords like emergency plumbers in my area, whereas you may want to target the kind of keywords that the great Chris Schaefer targets like drain cleaner uh, and pay pay $3. I shared it on the Facebook page this week, Chris. Uh, your client wanted to get the cost per click down, so you mixed in some higher in the funnel broad match keywords just to see what would happen. And you started getting clicks on very unattractive, high-in-the-funnel words like drain cleaner, $3 cost per click versus 15 to 20 for plumbing keywords, but it actually is leading to conversions. So you can mix in those higher funnel keywords. And then the final one we talked about last week, if your cost per click is too high, don't forget about quality score. The higher your quality score is, the lower your cost per click is going to be. So focus on that ad group structure. Focus on making relevant ads to the keywords in those ad groups. And that's how you can get your cost per click 
lower. Chris, anything you want to add to those or do you want to move on to position? No, no, I'd like that. This this is definitely heading in the direction I foresaw because, you know, whenever you had brought this question up, I thought this was a great way to hit two things. And just to reiterate what we're going for here, we're going with overall theory, but based on practical knowledge and practical ways to improve it. So overall theory is that everything's connected here. There is no black and white in AdWords. And practical is we're going through basic frequently asked questions to answer and apply this theory. So let's jump on the next one. Average position is too low. So, you know, I'm only getting third position, fourth position, or Google saying, you know, my bid isn't high enough to get on first position. And I'm seeing a lot of low position rankings. First one off the cuff, of course, is going to be raise your bids. Eh, Okay, that's going to cost more. That means you're going to get less clicks, potentially less conversions. Now that you're getting less clicks per dollar spent. So other options is Have you considered restructuring your ad groups to try and improve your click-through rate, which might improve your quality score? Okay, now this is a long game type of thing. This is not a short game. This is not something you go in on a Wednesday and look for results on Thursday. Okay, this is a long game process. So the purpose behind restructuring ad groups is always the core principle in everything you do in AdWords. It is to make more relevancy between keywords and ad copy. Do not split ad groups because you saw some fancy haired young kid in an agency say that skags are the way to go. Screw that guy. That's not what it's about. It is about relevancy between keywords and ads. Going hard today, Jason. All right, so uh, number three, look for problem keywords distorting overall position. Again, as I talked about, it's all related. You have all these keywords together in one ad group, one campaign, and if one keyword has 80% of the impressions, okay, it's driving a ton, and that keyword has an average position of three, and everything else has one, that average position is going to pull everything else down at your campaign level average position. Okay, so this is an average of everything. So keep in mind that you need to go in at the keyword level, at the ad group level, and look, okay, how are my positions on a smaller scale? And then make assessments on, well, maybe an average 3.3 is okay because the stuff I care about is at a 1, and the stuff I don't care about is at a 4. So maybe it works out. So there you go. Jason? Yeah, looking for those problem keywords, again, that are distorting your overall average. This is a special tip for those agency managers who have written into us, Chris, where they're assigned 50, 80 accounts overnight and they're under a lot of pressure to perform. Their boss comes to them and tells them, hey, this client really hates seeing their position at four. They think they're not going to get clicks there. You need to raise this position. And then you're thinking to yourself, well, if I raise bids, you're not going to like that the cost per click goes up. But what you've got to do is kind of look at the overall campaign position that the client's mad about. Take it with a grain of salt. Then look at what keywords are causing that high position. And if there's one that's getting a ton of impressions with the high position, You can pause that keyword if it's not performing for you on conversions. And then just like that, your overall average position is going to rise and you're not worse for the wear and you don't have to hurt the campaign with the higher cost per click. So the problem keywords is really for people that are kind of having to get creative and come up with solutions to people who are just not going to take no for an answer and they want to see that data change uh, without hurting the account overall. Now, here's a big one, Chris. Uh, Need more conversions without spending more. Well, 
yeah, I mean, that's what we're trying to do every month, people like that. That's the goal. <laughs> um, if it was easy, we'd be doing it already. But then you'd want even more. So uh, that's why you're divorced. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> oh, oh boy. You're ne- never satisfied. No, but really, sometimes you do want to get more conversions without spending more. It's not always doable. But here's five different things that we'd approach it with. The first is to lower or raise keywords in the sales funnel. So, Chris, this is not something I generally have thought much about, but you're getting me to think about it more and more, thinking about not just the data that comes with the keywords, but the kinds of keywords we're targeting. And so I just love that you're always thinking about the funnel and you're always thinking about the kinds of keywords you're targeting. So if someone wants more conversions, maybe you've got to focus really, really hard on those deep in the funnel, high conversion rate keywords and less on the high in the funnel keywords. The next one, Chris, this is my favorite, okay? Need more conversions without spending more. This is my favorite because, again, I think it's overlooked and I do it all the time and people think I'm a magician and it's just the easiest thing in the world. I have confidence that if I lower my bids, my average cost per conversion is going to go down because I'm thinking about different factors here, Chris. I'm understanding that the cost per conversion, I'm not just focusing on conversion data, I'm focusing on cost data, cost per click. Because if I think about my flow chart, like we talked about at the top of the show, I know that cost per click directly impacts cost per conversion. There's a lot of algebra level math going on in there because it's not just about cost per click that influences conversion, there's conversion rate. But I know that cost per click is a big factor in it. So if someone wants more conversions and they don't want to spend more, I'm very, very quick to just lower all bids by 20% or lower device on a mobile or desktop by 30% and just see what happens. Because you make a quick change like that, you very well might be able to still spend your full budget, get a lower cost per click and get more conversions overall without spending more. So that's my favorite. Chris, take us through the next three here, focusing on your best performing segments. Yeah. So we've talked about these before, quick and easy hacks, I think, as we talked with a a previous podcast. But basically, this is the same thing. If you're wanting more conversions without spending more, find those segments that are working for you. Just the other day, I turned off mobile bids for a client. And they're like, why did you do that? And I showed them the numbers and said, your non-mobile traffic, computer and tablet, do better than your mobile. And if we're hurting for budget here, we're running out of budget really quickly. So I shut off an entire segment. Another thing is certain times of the day, shut off certain times of the day that are less profitable for you. Bite the bullet. You're going to lose some clicks, but you don't care about clicks. You care about conversions. You, You care about quality of traffic. You'd rather get that 2 p.m. lead than that 2 a.m. lead. That's what it's about. Right. Okay, so next one is uh, improving your landing page. This one, I think we should do an entire podcast sometime about landing page optimization and improvements and ideas, but this one's easy. You're doing everything right in AdWords, and there's two things that people see. They see your ad copy, and they see your landing page. You can have the best built campaign in history, and if you have a crappy landing page, no one's going to convert. Easy to do that one. So, And then finally, you can have more diverse ads. You can speak at a different level of accuracy to the person. So maybe what's important to them is not what you've been focusing on and the fact that you're cheap, cheap, cheap. What they want is quality, quality, quality. Focus on benefits and features. Try something different. Diversify your language in your ad copy. And that's going to make a big difference. And then last, Jason, I see you added the demographics note here for this one as well. It's a good point. 
couple fine points on those. The more diverse ads, I think that's a great point, Chris, because one thing people are taught in the blogosphere online is you always want to be A-B testing. And so you take your best performing ad, you pause the other ads, you copy the best performing ad, and you make some little slight change. You change the exclamation point to a period because you know that ad works and you don't want to rock the boat too much. You just want to see if you can gradually get it better. That's okay sometimes, but sometimes, like you're saying, Chris, totally change up the game with your ad copy. Focus on something totally different and see if that is speaking more to what someone wants, and maybe that'll boost your conversion rate. You'll get more conversions without spending more. A point on improve your landing page, Chris. I'm dealing with this today. A lawyer is contacting us saying, hey, we've been running for a couple of weeks. We're not seeing a lot of phone calls come in. What's going on? So there's the standard stuff about the ramp up period and all that. But one of the problems is, is that there's a big, horrible, disgusting, ugly chat box that pops up on the website anytime someone comes to the site. And there's no way to track that with lead tracking. Is there intake staff answering those chat questions? Is a chat box the best way to attract quality leads? People who are too lazy because they got their hand in their pants on their tablet to call in. They got Cheeto fingers. I don't like chat boxes and you can't track it and you're going to lower your conversion rate. So the final one, Chris, and this one is got to be the most redheaded stepchild of AdWords here that people just don't pay attention to demographics. If you want to talk about cutting off segments to save spend and try to get more conversions without spending more, look at your different age groups, look at your different genders, look at your different income groups and see if there's massive amounts of traffic that's just not converting at a good cost cut it off and focus on the kind of traffic that is converting so a couple fine points now chris here's the kind of person i like someone with some cojones you know someone who knows that adwords is profitable they're ready to go they're a cowboy they're down in texas they're a majestic beast or whatever you called yourself before the show someone who wants to raise conversions because they know how profitable adwords is and they want to spend more. This is someone who's a cowboy and ready to go and ready to dominate their industry and their town. Now, Chris, I come to you. I say, Chris, you're doing a good job, but you're just a little bit of a, I don't want to say it on the air. You know, you're just a little soft. You just don't have what it takes to be my kind of AdWords manager. Okay, let's go here, bro. Get me some more conversions. And I don't care about the spend. Spend more money. What are you going to tell that client? Okay, so we're going with the fact that this person isn't necessarily just going to raise their budget. They're not hurting for an initial budget. So they're asking the hard question, hey, we're hitting our spend. You know, we're under our spend limit. Uh, How can we get more conversions? And I'm willing to spend more if it's out there. So first things first, let's say you're hitting bottom of funnel type of stuff. You're hitting keywords that are for people that are ready to buy. People are ready to purchase, are ready to call we go a little bit higher in the funnel. There's going to be always more volume at the top of the funnel compared to the bottom. So if you're running there's out... There's always more. There's always more, yeah. Chris. And if you're at the top of the search funnel, there's display. There's always more. Yeah. Hitting people before they've even thought about your service or product. Yeah, that's why AdWords is hard. It's because the volume's there. You have to pick what you want. It's not easy to find the value in AdWords. It's easy to find volume, though. Volume is always there. So this is a great metaphor, Chris. I'm the king of metaphors. It's like going to a buffet and you're on a diet. You got all the options in the world. You got the jello. You got the Chinese food. You got the fried chicken. But you got to pick 
a very small amount because you're on a restricted diet because you're trying to yeah. get down from 472 pounds. Yeah, I like that. Good Thank metaphor. You. Thank you. King of metaphors. Yeah. So next one is raise bids. That one's pretty easy, right? Push more into your bids and then improving your landing page, which we talked about before. Anytime it comes with getting more conversions, always have to mention landing page. And then finally, the easy softball throw here is raise the budget. Chris, don't put it down. I can hear your proud... Oh, that's a call. <laughs> From Mountain View, California, everybody. Oh. Creepy. They don't like creepy. what you're saying, Jason. Uh, <laughs> no, no. They're going to like this one. And this is kind of like I got that threatening call. They're like, you better talk about this one. Chris, I did not like the way you talked about increasing the budget. You put it down. Well, you had your little AdWords technical. I called you. I pointed a gun at you like you pointed at me before the show. Mm-hmm. And I said, Chris... Stop being so soft. I'm telling you to spend more money. People underestimate increasing the budget. It's one of the easiest things you can do, and it's not a bad thing, Chris. It's not a bad thing. I get moving clients all the time. They want more moving leads. I go, okay, do you like your $35 cost per lead when you're paying for crazy low-quality leads that you're chasing with five and six other people online for... 20, 25 bucks. We're only paying 35 bucks for an AdWords lead. Do you like that cost per conversion? And they're like, yes. And I'm like, okay. And you told me you want more. And they're like, yes. And I'm like, okay, let's look at the search impression share lost due to budget. That says 50%. I'm missing out on $35 cost per conversions. I'm missing out on half of them because we have a low budget. Let's just double the budget and we'll get double the conversion. So Chris, if someone wants to spend more and they like the cost per conversion they're getting, I don't put it down just because it's easy. It's extremely effective. Increase your budget and max out that search and pressure share lost due to budget and make that 0%. Yeah. Rant over. Rant over. Thank Google. You. you know my PayPal link. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because they're into sending Spend money. more money on Google. It works. It works. Because that's who pays us is Google, right? How many checks do we get from Google? Let me see. Uh... Chris, a lot of the times I charge flat fees. So I don't even care what a client spends that's on Google. True. I charge flat fees a lot of time. You know I do. Yeah. I got that idea from you. You know, it just works for a yeah. lot of reasons. It keeps you and I at a vanilla position so that we're not having to influence people. Right. Yeah, spend 10000 because I take 10% of it. And that. you know when I'm telling you to spend more on Google, it's because I know these leads are profitable for your business. And I know we could be getting more if we spent more of the budget. And I'm not, I don't benefit just because I have a flat fee. I'm an honest observer here. So increasing the budget is not a bad thing if you like your cost per conversion. Yeah. Jason, I know we're running long on time here. Do you think we have time for one more, two more? What do you want to do? Well, Chris, I went to private school, so I can do math, okay? Mm-hmm. We're, we're at 32 minutes. Mm-hmm. We talked on the YouTube channel for five minutes before the show. Okay. Our girl, Rachel, speeds this thing up, you know, because we're, so we're probably sitting at like 26 minutes, bro. We got plenty of time. I'm sorry. I keep jumped it the running. Gun. I'm going to Give these going. people what they want. I'm sorry. Yes. All right. So let's jump in. Then. Oh, what do, you, what do you have? Like a date or something? An afternoon date with your wife? And she didn't tell me you guys were going anywhere today. <laughs> uh, she did. I thought. Oh, she, she didn't. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's no, that's no. Fine. Send my love. Send I my love. Didn't know she send had your number. Okay, so uh, impression share is low, aka I don't see my ads. Depending on the mm-hmm. knowledge of the person asking this question, they're either going to be saying, "Hey, I search for my keywords, I never see my keywords," or another person who knows where to look and say, "Hey, I noticed that we're only getting like forty percent search impression share." So, first thing we can do: lower the keywords in the sales funnel. Go with more actionable, relatable, ready-to-purchase type of stuff. We've already mentioned that multiple times, okay? Jason, you want to take the other ones? 
Well, I just want to, for anyone who hasn't gotten the funnel thing yet, the reason you're saying that is because there's higher in the funnel, we'll stick with the poopy analogy, the plumber, there's more keywords high in the funnel, there's way more searches for people searching for a clogged toilet, drain cleaner, just all those kind of searches, there's way more volume out there, so if you're playing in that space, your impression share is going to be lower, whereas you get really, really low in the funnel, plumbers near me, emergency plumbers in my area, there's fewer searches, so there's fewer searches that you need to show up on to have a higher impression share. So that's why lowering the funnel can lead to a higher share of those impressions. The second one, Chris, if your impression share is low, maybe it's low due to your ad rank. And if you raise your bids, you would show up higher and more often and get a higher share of your impression market. So raise your bids, use more restrictive keyword match types, take some of your pure broad keywords because you listen to the how to run pure broad keywords like a pro podcast episode. Make some of those a little more modified. Make your broad modified even more modified. Turn your broad modified to phrase match. Maybe make some phrase match, exact match. And you're just playing in a smaller market. And again, Chris, sometimes for the agency listeners out there, you just have clients that just aren't going to get it and they want to see a higher impression share. You can tinker around with some of the higher volume keywords, higher impression keywords, and and make them a little more restrictive. And then your impression share is going to shoot up. Uh, The final one, Chris, is the other half of lost impression share. Increase your budget. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Well, good stuff. All right. So Jason says we have more time, so we're going to keep going. So please don't stop the podcast yet. We still have good stuff because this question is, I want to spend more, but I don't want to raise my bids. I hear this. I'm thinking of a specific client that sent more money for us to spend. And although he's very happy with his ROI that he gets from the campaign, he hates seeing costs go up above, you know, like 80 cents or something per click, which I think he's And nuts. now now you're in trouble, Chris, because he told you spend more money, but don't raise my cost per click. And you're looking at your search impression share and you're seeing 97%. Yeah. And you're thinking, well, we're, we're maxing out what we're currently doing. So yeah. people who get this issue, they're going to see that high search impression share and they're going to think, well, how can I get more? Because I'm already maxing out my market. So you're going to go through, tell us how you can expand that market. Yeah. So the idea here is that you adhere to the theory that you don't want to be first. Maybe you hit second or third position because you want to conserve money. You don't want to spend as much per click. It's not worth it to you to spend the most amount to be at the top. So that's that's kind of the bucket you might fall in here. So idea is... in. The point of the entire podcast is that everything's related. It's the same answer that I mentioned multiple times. Raise your keywords in the sales funnel. Make them a bit broader. Reach for areas that have more volume. So a little less restrictive, okay? So let's say you're going for plumber, then what you might go after instead of Dallas plumber, you might instead just go for local plumber or plumber near me. You know, that's just kind of a step up, a little bit more volume potentially there because it's not just strictly Dallas searches. Next one is open up your geographic targeting. Be aware that geographic targeting is not as precise as you might hope it is. If you're targeting in a 10 mile radius, people commute to work. People don't have ISPs that are exactly accurate to 10 mile radiuses open your your geographic targeting out and you'll find that you get more impressions and more volume. And they're still within the area that you want to target. So next, if you're restricting your ad schedule, if you're restricting your devices, open those up. Okay, you can always get more there. Uh, Push bids up. Try bidding higher on mobile devices. Put a 30% increase on those bids. That's one way to do it. And then finally, 
Go back and listen to our podcast about how to use broad keywords appropriately, because we're not going to get into it in this podcast. It's way too much to talk about, but try broad keywords. You might actually end up finding that your average CPC goes down. And if you do it the right way, you could even get conversions at a cheaper CPA, a cheaper cost per acquisition. So this is great news. And Chris, three things in the settings if you want to spend more, but without raising your bids. Open it up from English to all languages. If people are going to search your keyword, it doesn't matter if their browser's in another language. If they are English aware enough to type in plumbers in Dallas, that's a person you want to talk to. Turn on accelerated to make sure you're getting the most of your spend that's possible in terms of the budget. Don't do it standard even throughout the day. I like going accelerated when I'm really trying to max things out without raising the bids. And the third thing, Chris, is maybe change your advanced location settings from people in my area to people in or searching about my area. And what I like to do is maybe in that situation, if you're in Dallas, you can turn it into people searching about your area or in, uh, and then you can exclude every other people in every other country in the world. And you can exclude every other state outside of Texas, maybe. And then that way, if someone lives 50 miles outside of Dallas, but that's their best chance for a plumber and they're searching Dallas plumbers, you're going to show up there because they're searching about Dallas and they're close enough. Uh, so that that's one way you can raise your, your spend without raising your bid. So Chris, the final question we get here is to spend more and a higher CPC is okay. So in this case, you're really knocking it out of the park. You're really getting a great cost per conversion. And this is your world, Chris, the B2B There's not even a focus on cost per conversion sometimes because the contract that can lead from one new customer setting up industrial lighting or whatever you advertise for can be so big. The revenue from that can be a couple hundred thousand dollars and they don't care if the cost per lead is $25 versus $200. It doesn't matter because they're bringing in 200 grand. So if that kind of client's coming to you, Chris, says there's no restrictions, spend more and a higher cost per click is okay. What are you looking at? Yeah, this is definitely a reality. Companies are doing so well. Let's say it doesn't even have to be something where you, you know, it's one project is worth that much. Let's say you have a super productive, valuable, optimized landing page and you can send traffic to that page and you're converting at a 50% conversion rate. 40% 40% conversion It happens, rate. yeah. Yeah, happens. absolutely. In some industries, and you know, I see that all the time, people just convert because there's not many people in the industry. It's the kind of thing you need in the moment, and that landing page can be killing it. In that case, go for it. Number one, raise bids. Jason, you've talked on both sides of the scale. You talk about how don't be afraid to lower your bids, and there's other times you've just yelled and talked about raise your bids. Don't be a scaredy cat about getting out there and putting a $40 bid on something because you're never actually going to pay that amount. You only pay one penny above the person right below you. Exactly. So you're never going to pay $40 unless it's warranted, unless somebody else has $40 as their bid. So first things first, raise bids, go for it, be aggressive about it. Number two, raise your keywords in the sales funnel. Again, we talk about the sales funnel. It's all related here. And think about all the times we mentioned that, how it's going to affect so many other things. All the dominoes are going to start falling in different directions when you do this. Right. But if you want more volume, it's always higher in the funnel. So we won't talk too much more about that. Use less restrictive match types. I see a lot of people that are married to exact match and they're like, they're terrified to take anything outside of exact because they feel that they really lose control. If you want more volume, you can waste 
day after day after day of coming up with new exact match keywords that get basically no volume. Or you can chant something appropriately set out a uh, an ad group to test the waters of broader keywords and there's where more volume lies you can always get more volume there so jason you got anything to add there yeah the the final one if if the goal is really to spend more higher cost per click is okay you're upping your bids you're getting a higher impression share the one thing not to forget anytime the goal is to spend more and get more whether it's spend more more clicks more conversions Never forget about the importance of click-through rate because, Chris, say you say you have a 2% click-through rate on 100 impressions, that's two clicks. Say you bump that click-through rate to 4%, that's four clicks. So 2% one day versus 4% the next day, it kind of all blends together and you're like, okay, my click-through rate's above 1%, 2%'s good, 4%'s good, we're going to fall in a range, everything's good. Well, it really does make a difference in your overall volume because if you have way more than 100 impressions – Say you have a thousand impressions a day. If your click to rate's two percent, that's twenty clicks. If your click to rate's four percent, which is doable a lot of times, you're getting forty clicks. So six percent click to rate is doable. You're getting sixty clicks, and all of a sudden you go from twenty clicks a day to sixty clicks with the same market, the same market share, the same keywords, the same part of the funnel. It's just you're getting more share of that market because your click-through rate is shooting up. So laser focus on finding that ad copy that really skyrockets your click-through rate, that can get you a whole lot more because click-through rate, it matters. So that's it, Chris. Uh, I hope what we did on this episode was we took the most common questions we see and just spit out the three to five things we look at on each one of them and people can kind of have a list there of like, okay, I'm getting this question, I have this question, here's my five options how to deal with it. Yeah. Jason, do you think, uh, you know, I know we have our notes here. You think that uh, we could take our notes and maybe share this magical list that we've built up? Maybe it's something uh, someone would be interested in? Uh, sounds like a great idea. I'm extremely successful. You see, I've got Google calling me during my Google AdWords podcast. Why don't you tackle that one this week, Chris? Okay. <laughs> I'm going to delegate to a person below me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think you're going to do a great job. I'll review it when you're done, and then we'll send it out to the world. So uh, okay. great idea. Great way to I'm not going to fire you. I love you. that you just put yourself in the – you use boss language as if suddenly you're the boss. But thank you. You know, just to show you, I'm going to take us out today. Thank you for listening to the Paid Search Podcast. My name is Chris. The man under me is Jason Keep, keep doing more work for me. That's, and- that's my goal. Keep, I'm going to keep delegating. And I have a magical button to stop this. You just did more work for me. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Leave a review, and we'll catch you next week.